but other than that i think that is it for this week (laughs) if this recording comes through successfully (laughs) we'll find out soon you're listening to the snob os podcast the podcast for apple snobs Yo, this is Terrence Gaines, a.k.a. Brother Tech. And this is Nika Monfort, a.k.a. Tech Savvy Diva. And you're listening to the Snob OS Podcast, the podcast for Apple snobs, where we talk all things Apple and then some. So how's it going? Uh, for those who don't know, we are doing the, what is it, shelter in place that the government... Shelter in place, shelter or in is place? it called physical distancing, social distancing, it's so many buzzwords. I'm not even sure exactly what we're doing. Yeah, but what we are doing is normally we um, uh, either Nika comes to my place or I come to her place and we record the show. But since we are trying to make sure we are in what uh, we are following the rules, we have decided to record the show remotely. So I'm at my place and Nika is at her place and we're going to see how this goes because Let's I see how it works. Yeah, because I consider myself a techie, but the way people be recording podcasts and it's just a lot. So if you're hearing this in one ear and the, I'm coming in and you don't hear Nika and I'm just me the whole episode, then you, you got charged to, to the game. It. Yeah. You have to deal with it. Cause we, we noobs in this whole extra, extra remote, uh, podcasting game, but nevertheless, we're going to keep it rolling this week. Uh, so what's going on to you this past week? Uh, nothing too much, just working and eating all the snacks and, yeah, you know. as, as most of us probably are, uh, I, I, I started off good, but then I kind of fell off a little bit on the exercise. So I'm, I keep telling myself I'm going to get into it. But of course, when my right. wife went out to do her shopping, when she could get out, you know, it's impulsive. It's, it's almost like it's not even a, 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 you know, FOMO thing. It's almost like an impulse. It's like, all right, we're going to be in the house for a while. Let's just get all the snacks. So that's not right. happening at all. <laughs> right. And I am one who likes options because I think I said it last week. I eat out 95% of the time. So I was like, I need to make sure that I have plenty of options because I never know what I might have a hankering for. So I spent way too much money buying stuff. I'm probably going to have stuff for months after this thing is over with because I had nothing anyway so i bought a whole bunch of stuff but so far um i went out um after we recorded last week um i stopped at target and got a couple of things but it was mostly like water got a couple more wines and and snacks but on the actual food end i'm pretty good no oh, okay all right yep yep we keep like i said uh wifey's going out and trying to find stuff and it like i said it's We've got all the snacks. So all that to say, I ain't going to look at the scale nope. <laughs> once we're done with this. But like I said, I, I'm, I, I fell off a little bit. I'm going to try to get back on the wagon. I ain't just going to charge to the game. So after, well, at least you tried. I yeah, didn't even try. Well, well, I'm a, yeah, I tried, <laughs> but I'm, I'm going to try. I'm a, I'm a not quit, even though, you know, it's easy to just say, well, forget it if you fall off for a couple of days, but I'm going to try to try to get back on and stay, stay on because my main thing is consistency. So if I just, Get it in if there. If you're being consistent during this time, yeah. that, that says a lot. Yep, yep. So that's what I'm trying to prove. So that's all that's going on for us. Like I said, we're in the house just like everybody else probably. Hopefully, you know, I've seen As videos, you should be. Right. Well, I've seen videos and I've seen stories of people 
out and about and like i said well before we get into it i saw a uh person that got tested positive for the coronavirus after going to a coronavirus party after that state said to do the shelter in place nobody's being forced yet but there's a lot of shelter in place like in georgia and new york and you know a bunch of other states and whatever state this in this is they're they're in after they did the shelter in place they decided to go to a specific coronavirus party and then as a result one of the people at the party tested positive for coronavirus like i saw someone post online they said it's this whole thing is like when you're in kindergarten and you keep getting minutes knocked off recess because a couple people can't follow the rules. Exactly. I just wish yep. people would just chill so that we all can get back to what I'm assuming is going to be a new normal. Yep. Let's just do what we need to do. Mm-hmm. Hunker down for these two, three, four weeks, how many ever weeks it is. And just let's just do it so we can be done. People can get healthy and, you know, I just don't know why people are people, but well, people, people do not like to be told what to do. Like, for instance, I uh, told the story on Facebook uh, back in college. I was a resident assistant because I was poor and I needed money for room and board. So that was one of the ways to get free room and board to become a, a resident assistant. So every semester when the new kids come in, we would have this, you know, a house meeting to where we go through all the rules, yada, yada, yada. One of the rules was do not pull the fire alarm. And lo and behold, as soon as we get done with the meeting, somebody or, pulled the fire, somebody alarm. pulls the fire alarm. So we're all three o'clock in the morning. Everybody's outside of the dorm trying to figure out if it's a false alarm or not. In 90% of the cases it was because as soon as you put it in somebody's mind that I can't do nothing, they're going to do that. So telling people, you can't go outside. You can't go to the bars, like specifically in it, in Atlanta, the belt line is a popular place where people mm-hmm. go and walk and they jog and they take the family for a walk. And as soon as biking, yeah. it's like all that stuff. So no sooner than, you know, Georgia started getting serious about shelter in place. You see all these people running on the belt line. And I guarantee you <laughs> on a normal day without the coronavirus, even though it's a popular place, you don't see that many people. And it was just amazing how many people on the news were just, you know, out. I think it's because people don't like to be told what to do. They don't. <laughs> and it's one of those things where we're, I mean, I just think we're screwed. Because people just won't do what they need to do. And when you have, you know, people who you who are... You know, people of influence or people who you look to to be leaders when they're like, oh, it's not that big of a deal. Nobody's going to stop me. It's just it just feeds even more into it when you have how many was it? 300 million people in the United States. Mm -hmm. So you have 300 million people. There have been there are cases, multiple cases in each and every state and territory that we have in this country. And people still (laughs) won't sit down. Not until something happens to someone they know. They know. Or someone someone in their circle. Then it's like, oh, y'all need to like listen. Right. Really got it. And it's like, no, you weren't listening when it was when it wasn't your family or your person. So I just I just really. Well, you know, I said soft. uh, What is it? Uh, 
hardhead make us off behind yeah hardhead make us off behind but again i wish it was that trivial because you know not only are you affecting yourself when you you know disobey and just do whatever you want to possibly affecting others and i think that's the thing that's hard to get people to wrap their heads around it's like okay you're not just affecting you you may not have it you may be you know all the all the things you know you may be or you may be healthy and Mm -hmm. you get it Mm -hmm. and it's a mild case and it doesn't you don't have any symptoms but there could be someone who's compromised Mm -hmm. someone who's older someone has a respiratory somebody who has you know it's an immunosuppressive you know disease mm-hmm. i mean virus or whatever you want to call it so it's one of those things where if someone doesn't have you know a healthy immune system you know it's it's easy for them to catch it and their case is likely to be critical and you know have them be hospitalized and they you know just the sequestering won't work for them they actually have to go to the hospital to get treatment yeah but like i said um i think i am uh hopeful um positive that we'll get through this without too much it the virus is going to spread i think we just have to face facts but i i think as a whole i think we will do okay we could do a lot better but i think we'll do okay it's just that we have to make sure that these cases of these small outliers don't again you know, get us off the wagon where we're like, well, forget it. Everybody else is going outside. I might as well go outside too, you know. Right. <laughs> Hopefully people just stay vigilant and, you know, just laugh at the losers who are out doing whatever and hopefully let's pray that they don't make it worse but i think i think we'll do all right i think we'll eventually be okay and i just honestly you know typically people say selfishness isn't good this is a point where i would hope people would be selfish to be like oh well i'm gonna make sure i don't get it so i'm gonna stay inside exactly about me but you know like you said earlier it's that whole rebellious nature of people you can't tell me what to do i'm an american i have my freedom i have my rights no one's going to take that from me, but mm-hmm. hopefully people will, will will really listen and take heed to the actual medical professionals and mm-hmm. not just listening to people on Facebook or on Twitter or looking at the the what the the text change that they got, you know, from somebody's cousin's oh, yeah. uncle, who's <laughs> yeah. somebody, whatever, or right. even listening to people, you know, who are in leadership position that aren't medical professionals. This is a time to listen to medical professionals and not just people out there trying to grandstand. Right, right. All right. Well, I think that's our musings for the coronavirus for this show. We got some other stuff going on in the notes, but we'll get to that. But let's get into the actual show. Uh, This section is the lowdown where we talk all things Apple. And last week, we had Apple that announced the new iPads, new MacBooks, new new devices, new hardware. And along with that, shortly before or after, Apple will release new software. So this just week, I want to say yesterday, they announced or um, released iOS 13.4. Mm-hmm. And this is for iPhones, iPads. They announced Watch OS 6.2 for Apple Watch and they announced Mac OS 10.15.4 and they did a small release for TV OS, but that really just changed the way the interface works. So I really didn't mention that one, but I wanted to get into all the different areas for the latest software updates, starting with iOS 13.4. So I'm not going to get into this long read out thing. So I just put some bullet points in the notes and basically the top four things that you'll, uh, you'll notice 
when after you download iOS 13.4 is uh, number one is iCloud folder sharing. So basically what this is, is similar to Dropbox, similar to Google Docs, similar to OneDrive, iCloud now lets you share individual folders before you could just share files. Like for instance, I give you a perfect example, me and Nika, the way we do our notes, the way we do the episodes, we use Google drive, we use uh, Google drive and we share a folder to where all the shows and episodes and notes things go. We couldn't do that with iCloud because with iCloud previous to iOS 13.4, we'd only share individual files. But now if we want to, we can switch over to uh, using iCloud drive and share the entire folder with everything in side of it to where before you can only do individual files. So that was a big thing. The next big thing, like I mentioned last week with the new iPads is mouse and trackpad cursor support for the iPad. So like I mentioned last week, they announced a new keyboard with a trackpad on it. Well, now if you don't want to buy that brand new iPad pro and you don't want to buy that expensive keyboard, you can actually, and I've tried it. You can actually connect a magic mouse, a magic uh, trackpad and some other selective uh, selected mouse and uh, trackpads to where you can actually use the trackpad to mouse around and handle certain tasks on the iPad, which is pretty cool. Like I said, I tried it and I could see it being useful in some areas. Uh, I'd have to do a little bit more to see how I like it overall, because one of the things I noticed you can't do is scroll. You can, oh. yeah. and I could have been because the way I had my setup because I had like an old uh, Apple Magic trackpad just to test it but I couldn't scroll up and down I could only click on certain areas within that particular screen like links and you know any sort of buttons any sort of interface whatever the case may be so we'll see how useful that is you know because Apple did a big thing last week talking about how iPad and the computer well one thing I can do on a laptop with a mouse connected is scroll up and down I couldn't right. necessarily do that on the trackpad. Like I said, I'll do some more testing. Y'all definitely let us know if, if, if anybody has connected a mouse to an iPad and can actually scroll up and down screens like websites. Let us know. So maybe, maybe I just didn't do it with the, the trackpad that I had set up. Yeah, because I know I just actually updated all of my devices maybe a couple of hours ago. So I haven't had a chance to, to play around with it. Mm. I still need to update all of my Macs, but my other devices, my phone, my watch, and my iPads are all up to date. So I'll definitely try it out and see see how it works because I'm very, I think it would be, especially for for the iPad Pro, I think, you know, I would like to get the, um, the new uh, trackpad uh, keyboard deal. Uh-huh. I have to see, you know, because I really, I honestly use my iPad more. Wow. Then I okay. use my laptop. All right. Unless I'm doing something, you know, dev related where I can't really, you know, use my iPad. But right, right. So maybe that scrolling capability, or maybe I just wasn't, maybe I just wasn't <laughs> doing it right. <laughs> but at any rate, uh, you know, test it out. Mac mouse and trackpad support for the iPad is not just the newer iPad Pros. I think any iPad that supports 13.4. So you know, your uh, iPad Generation Seven, your iPad Mini. I think Mini iPad Mini Four. Uh, yeah, I think and, it's up to four. And I think the iPad Air 2, I think, as well. So, but definitely uh, confirm or deny. Definitely check that out. Let me know what you think. Uh, the third one is universal app purchasing. So what this means is if you, there are some apps like, for instance, uh, I use LastPass for all my password, right? 
Um, one of the other major apps that are, is out there is called uh, OnePass. OnePassword, I think is the name of it. But that the, you have to purchase it for each individual device that you use. So if you oh. so if you have it, this is before iOS 13.4, and if app developers want to integrate it. So before I had to purchase one password on my iPhone, then I had to make another purchase for my iPad, then I had to make another purchase for my Mac. Well, with this universal app purchasing on iOS 13.4, if the developers integrate it, you'll be able to purchase an app one time and it'll be that same purchase will be available for your iPhone, your iPad, any other device, you know, TV, um, you know, Apple TV, any device that supports that particular app. So that was one of the major things. And then number four, the major thing I saw was uh, CarPlay support for third party map apps. So if you're not a fan of Apple Maps and you have CarPlay, you can actually integrate some of the other third party maps like Waze, like uh, Google Maps directly into CarPlay and have the same functionality functionality that you're used to on your phone. So huh. those yeah, so those are the major major iOS releases for uh well features that uh for iOS 13.4. See from Mac uh Mac OS 10.15.4, uh iCloud folder sharing for Mac, same thing as iOS. Uh, another cool thing is you can import Chrome passwords into iCloud Keychain. Huh. Yeah. So if you're using um, Chrome for your um, major browser, you can actually save those passwords in iCloud Keychain versus relying on Chrome to recover those passwords. And you, you, you won't notice it until you have to go to find a password and you're not in Chrome. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you're always in Chrome, you won't notice the difference. But the second you have to use Safari or the second you have to use another browser on a Mac those key, then they'll, those, pop over. They'll, they'll pop over. You won't have to switch back over to Chrome to enter a password because it's not over. You know, you don't have it saved in Safari. Or you don't have it saved in uh, Internet Explorer. Well, Internet Explorer, yeah, um, or Firefox, for example. I won't use Internet Explorer, but Firefox. So you'll have those passwords on iCloud Keychain. And then the other other thing for Mac is to you can set screen time limits. So like for my daughter, you know, if we if we give her a laptop. Uh, we can set screen time. So after 10 o'clock or whenever she's supposed to go to bed, you know, I can turn off internet access. I can turn off certain, you know, contacts, who she can communicate, so on and so forth. I can do that on a Mac. Now that where I used to only be able to do that on an iPhone or an iPad. And then the last thing is, uh, watch OS 6.2, uh, pretty much gets just in app purchase support. So, uh, as Apple expands their watch app store which is different than the ios app store if there is an app on your watch that you have to purchase with uh watch os 6.2 you can now do that in-app purchase on your watch without having to then go to your iphone or ipad to make that purchase so that's pretty much everything as far as the uh, ios um, or mac os or watch os got released this week. So I just wanted to let people know, you know, definitely look forward to that. Definitely download them, you know, definitely stay up to date. You don't, you don't want to get two and three versions behind, you know, Apple does a good job of releasing regular releases. So I would definitely behoove you to jump on top of that. So, and there's a bunch of other different features that I didn't go into. So let me know if there's something out there that you found that I didn't uh, mention. Definitely give us a shout out. Yep. Or just let us know if you see something that you're like, hmm, I wonder exactly what that does or what what that means. Just right. definitely hit us up on the socials or in the inbox and, and let us know. 
yeah, we'll yeah. do our best to answer. Yep. So uh, another thing that I wanted to highlight, which is I thought was pretty cool that a lot of people complain about as it relates to iPad. Uh, now businesses and schools can share iPads. And the reason why that's significant is it sounds like, yeah, of course you can share an iPad, but iPads and iPhones are so, so focused on having you connect to iCloud, connect to all the Apple services for an individual to where if you then go to hand that device over, then you may be at risk of them seeing your emails, them seeing your browser history, them giving you access to any sort of files on your iPad. Well, now business and schools, similar to uh, for all you Microsoft out folks out there, if you're familiar with a Microsoft profile, you can same thing. You can sign into your uh, account on your iPad and then all of your email, all of your files, all of your Safari, iCloud keychain stuff will then pull down onto that tablet. And then when you're done, you can just log out and then give it to another user. They can log in using their, I'll call it a profile, and then they'll get all their information, so on and so forth. So this is good for schools who have like uh, iPad uh, carts to where they have a bunch of iPads that they give them out to the user, to the students and to uh, businesses who like use, use them for like kiosks or you have, um, let me think of a, like an industry like sales. Like you can, you know, y'all can at the beginning of the day, you can take an, take a tablet, whether it's not yours or not, sign in, get all your information, go out, make your sales, so on and so forth. Now, in order to do this, of course, you're just not a regular iPad account. You have to have a business, a managed Apple ID via the Apple business manager. So in order to do that, you know, you got to go jump through a couple hoops and get your, your company or your school recognized by Apple as a official, you know, user. And then you can issue out those managed Apple IDs. And then that will enable you to use the iPad as a shared device. Yep. Cool. So, yep, so that is it for that. And then the last thing I'll let you jump on is, uh, what well, we back on coronavirus stuff, but this is a positive because Apple has tried to be a part of the, Solution, solution versus rather the problem they've you know everybody's in hunt for these masks so i think apple has done some things to kind of help to help out you know everybody so they'll tell them about that so what apple has decided to do is they have um they're going to donate 10 million of the ventilator mask i i'm, I'm not sure if if most people know but i think new york has the biggest population of cases and they are currently in need of like 30,000 as of a couple days ago masks. So um, Tim Cook, um, the CEO of Apple, um, said that they um, were able to quote source and procure, not sure how they source and procure, procure them, but they did 10 million of the N95 ventilator masks um, for the, for, for the United States. And the N95 are the ones that have the biggest filtration um, of, of the masks that right. are available. And he, again, addition, you know, in addition to, you know, saying we're going to give these masks, he urged people like everyone else has been, like we did at the top of the show, stay home if at all possible. Right. And that's, that's really the only way that we're really going to curb this. So um, he went on Twitter and made a video and pretty much announced it and, and, you know, pretty much said what, what Apple was going to be, was going to do to be a part of the solution. Um, so I think that's, um, that's great. And, um, I'll quote from the article we're reading from Colton Mac. Um, he reminded, um, the public to quote, 
do what the experts are suggesting that we do to stay at home whenever possible. And when not possible, make sure you're placing six feet of distance between you and anyone else out there. So, right. Just because you, you got a mask now, I don't think you can go buck wild and just be out there having parties and, you know, living life as normal. No, this is just one of the many preventative steps that you can take. But for this to work, you have to do all the things, all the steps. Right. And first and foremost, the mask will, like I said, they just won't be handing them out willy nilly. They'll be distributed to the medical community fighting the coronavirus pandemic. So if you're a nurse, if you're a doctor or if you are directly affected by the coronavirus, maybe you have it or somebody in your homes had it, then those will be the first people that get the mask. And going back to your original point about how sure how you're not sure they procured them. I'm pretty sure they were hoarding them and then they decided, you know what, we're just going to give these out. Let's do the right thing. <laughs> you know, because Apple has a lot of employees. You, you know, you don't think that, you know, you just think of the retail stores, but you don't think about, you know, the Apple corporate Bart. headquarters, yeah. you know, right. You don't think about all the and all over the world. Exactly. Actually. Exactly. It's, the people that support the manufacturing, yep, the people that support the manufacturing company, the manufacturing plants, you know, they they've got. A lot of people all over the world. So all that to say, I'm pretty sure as soon as everything started going down, Apple hurried up and found enough masks to cover themselves. And then they said, what are we going to do with these extras? Well, you know, let's let's be nice and <laughs> pass them out. So uh, like all that to say, word word, <laughs> we don't we don't know whether or not they did it specifically to help or did they just have some It's like, yeah, let's share. <laughs> right. You never know. But in any event, it's uh, yeah. definitely a good thing. Yeah. And we're glad that they did that because that's going to definitely, you know, help, um, you know, so many people. And I know that there are other companies out there who are um, who, other manufacturing companies who are basically retooling their um, factories that have been shut down to, like, help these companies create these uh, masks and all the other vital items that we need to to make sure that we keep you know everybody as safe as possible yep yep all right sounds good i think that is it for our lowdown episode or uh, section all right let's move to second string where we talk just tech in general and just wanted to let people know that if you for whatever reason have an ios device but don't like the podcast app uh, Google Podcasts let everybody know that now they have an app on the iOS platform. So if you, like I mentioned, for whatever reason, don't rock with Apple Podcasts, uh, you can actually now go to the App Store and download the Google Podcasts app to where you can get all of your uh, uh, podcasts, so on and so forth. You know, they, in addition to just putting a Android version on the iOS store, they've actually redesigned it to where you know it um basically just resembles what you are uh, come to expect on a ios device to where they've got for instance very minimalist they at the bottom of the google podcast app they just got three tabs that focuses on home explore and your recent activity and that's pretty much it like i said i just want to let people know because we are on Google Podcasts. Yes, we are. <laughs> so I just thought I put that out <laughs> For there. For our Android users out there, yeah. you're not left behind. You yeah. can get on. Right. And even if you're, like I said, even if you're an iOS fan, but don't like the podcast app, which is, I mean, it does its job 
But if you just want some variety or an option, you definitely can use the Google Podcast app now on an iPhone or an iPad. All right. Let's see what else we got. Um, uh, one of the areas that a lot of people probably don't, you know, think that is affected, but it's a big issue is real estate. You know, a lot of people, a lot of people make their money via real estate. And a lot of people are uh, not just buying and selling homes, but they're buying them and renting them out to people. Well, with this recent, uh, most recent coronavirus thing, people can't work. So people can't pay rent. And a lot of people who are buying houses and not just renting them to people, but also renting them to like Airbnb, using them as Airbnb to where people can come and rent them for a weekend. Uh, they're affected as well to where Airbnb hosts are having to work far, working harder to find renters than before. So, if, you know, normally you just uh, list your place on Airbnb and then, you know, a lot of people will book it. Well, since nobody can go nowhere, nobody can take trips, nobody can, you know, vacation, you know, um, Airbnb hosts are now putting their homes like on Verbo, I think is one of the popular ones. Uh, Home Away, Zillow now has a, uh, a vacation rental property, apartments.com, even Facebook. <laughs> People are putting their homes on Facebook. And of course, the last and but definitely least <laughs> is Craigslist. So, you know, <laughs> all that to say, you know, I just put that on there just to let people know that, you know, it's not just, you know, businesses, corporations who are feeling this to where they're worried about their employees. You got to think about people renting homes and they're worried about their tenants, you know, because if a tenant can't pay rent, you know, and you still have a mortgage on that property or you've got mortgages on three properties, you know, you can't, you can't, you can't pay their mortgage and you can't necessarily just kick people out. So I just wanted to bring up stuff like this to where, you know, if you're making money in real estate, specifically doing Airbnbs, you know, this is probably has to be a super tough time for you as well, especially if you don't own the properties clear and outright, you know, because if you're paying mortgages on three homes, now you've got three separate people or families that you have to worry about. Okay, well, what do I do? I don't want to kick them out because that would just be mean, but the government ain't giving me, you know, Wells Fargo and <laughs> they're not, they're not it. giving, they're not freezing yeah, or right. waiving it. mortgage right. payments for, for the, the coronavirus, like, mm -hmm. uh, some like Italy for, for instance. Right. But I know one thing I did want to mention, I saw someone post on Twitter, something that with Airbnb that people, um, are doing. So I saw that, um, the person posted in Denver, that they had rented like 50 properties uh -huh. and they were flipping those those properties that they were renting like they were going to live there or I'm not sure how they said that they were renting them, mm -hmm. but they flipped those and they turned them into Airbnbs. Right. So instead of having to take on, you know, all the responsibility of owning a property and turn it into an Airbnb, they were renting houses and then turning those rented houses into Airbnbs. So this one particular person said that their cousin or someone, a friend or whatever, they had these 50 properties that they were quote unquote renting, but moving, leasing out to, um, so they were sub to, subletting to Airbnb. They were subletting. Oh my goodness. Right. So now all of their stuff has, um, the all dominoes. of their reservations have, and they owe over like $50,000 in rent Ooh, for goodness. the month. Oh my goodness. 
Oh my goodness. So I think it's exposing the underbelly, underbelly of a lot of shady things that people are doing because when you say, you know, you guys have a house, um, in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. So say you, 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 someone takes a lease, you rent it out, you're assuming that that person's going to live there. But say said person who got the lease for you or is, like you said, essentially subletting it as Airbnb. Uh-huh. Well, if you're in the downturn mm-hmm. and now your quote unquote renter can't pay the rent on that because all they can't the reservations get their, got pulled, so yep. they can't get their money, so they can't give you the money. So this one guy that owes fifty thousand in rent for one month, mm-hmm. not only is he not getting that money, right. and plus his whatever he was earning or the profit he was making, he can't give that money to the people who own, own the it. property, and they can't pay so, the mortgages, and they can't pay the mortgages. And they can't, quote unquote, kick them out because that wouldn't be the right thing to do. And even if they did, that person, they can't they, they can't pay it. Right. Right. You just now have a empty home that you still got to pay the mortgage on. You still got to pay the mortgage on and you're not getting the money from your tenant, not because the person can't afford it, but because they were doing some shady stuff and was, you know, trying to, to you know, hit a lick, so to speak. Right. And and they got caught out there. But fifty thousand dollars this yep. one person owes for one month and he's in a lease so you can't necessarily get out of the lease right. so this is one month right. and if this thing goes on for a few months i mean yeah, you're six figures behind yeah buddy and and it, you know it, and you could see how you could consider that shady but a lot of it is you just don't plan a lot of people just don't plan for what what happens if the worst happens How am I going to survive? How am I going to move? And I think that's the way I hate to say it. I, you know, a lot of, you know, with the whole nobody has six to nine months of emergency spending because you're like, well, I'm 40 years old. You know, I've never had to, you know, I've never not had a job to where I haven't Mm -hmm. had been able to pay my mortgage or feed my kids or buy Mm -hmm. clothes or whatever the case may be. So you just it's in the back. It's not even in the back of your mind. It's not a thought until it is. And now until this, it is, you know, now everybody is scrambling, you know, the same thing with the real estate thing, you know, I, me, you know, me and my wife, luckily, 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 you know, I, I can't say that this would have been an issue for us because we had good tenants who had, you know, government jobs, but who knows, luckily, luckily, luckily we sold our Baltimore property. So we, that's not a concern <laughs> for us that. anymore, <laughs> right on time. But anyway, but Thank again, you, you know, uh, um, uh, I I hate to pat myself on the back at a time like this, but, you know, that's kind of how me and my wife always moved to where, you know, yes, we have another property that we're currently renting out. And luckily, you know, they were in a good position to where I don't think they would have been affected by this. But even if they weren't, you know, we had enough to cover that mortgage on top of our mortgage. But again, not thinking, you know, who knows something could have happened to my wife's job or something could happen to my job. And now we're in this pickle, right? Because again, mm-hmm. you know, as much as I want to pat myself on the back, you know, I, you know, we've got money saved, but you know, we, you know, who knows how long this goes six months to a year and then a more industry start to get affected. Of course, I don't think that's the case, but again, this just, this incident, this moment in time, hopefully once we're done and on the other side, 
people start to look at, okay, well, what am I, how financially responsible or how financially solvent am I to where if something like this happens in two, three, five more years, how will I do things differently? And I'm hoping like real estate investors, you know, cause you see a lot of, I've heard a lot of real estate investors, they will buy properties, you know, and rent them out. And then they'll, they will, um, refinance that mortgage and take the profit out of that home to then go buy another house. And then they just keep doing it down the line to where you've got five Mm -hmm. properties. And it's cool to say, you know, I'm a real estate investor. I've got five homes that I rent out and I make a profit and I've able to quit my job, not thinking that, okay, I've got five mortgages on top of my primary residence mortgage to where if all those people at the same time decided they can't pay rent, what I'm going to do. You know, and I think yeah. hopefully, you know, make a long story short, <laughs> I hope, you know, we come on the other side of this and start to think a little bit differently how we move, not just, you know, person to person, but just financially speaking. Hopefully people start to save a little bit more, start to be smarter with their investments. So you're not stuck <laughs> with five mm-hmm. properties and $50,000 in <laughs> rent that you can't pay this month. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, and and I think what is going to come out of this i think two things it's going to be you know on either end of the spectrum people are just going to be like oh well it's over back to normal right or people are going to be like look this really scared exposed some flaws Mm -hmm. in in what i thought was an otherwise good plan let me readjust right so that you know this particular thing may not happen again but something something similar where you know everything shut down could happen again and you're better prepared and of course everybody you know uh i'm a fool to think that you know all you got to do is save money because it's not that simple but at the same time we may have to start to get down to as simple as if you got five dollars, save <laughs> save your five dollars because you know that can multiply to ten, to multiply to fifty, to multiply to a hundred, to where two or three years you've got some money saved up when the next thing happens. You know, so right. And I and I don't want people to think also that we aren't aware that we both Terrence and I have you know we are very privileged to be able to work from home, right? And you have savings and to have you know things in place that we can just go out and stock up on the food that we need and we don't have to plan or, you know, that's not a huge issue. So definitely we are aware of that. And for me, when all the stimulus package, you know, talk was, was, was being had, Uh my initial thought was I'm going to take my stimulus money. I'm going to hoard my stimulus money Uh and I'm going to buy some of these stocks while they're super cheap right with my stimulus money mm-hmm. that was my plan mm-hmm. but i don't think uh the stimulus i no i don't think I get no stimulus no money. <laughs> we ain't getting nothing jack i'd be lucky if i don't have to pay some money to the stimulus but wait but wait you have kids so don't oh it's still or, it's still it's still it's still on the same thing yeah it, it's still um uh, a still limit total yeah, yeah. so yeah so, but I had already, I had, I had my plan for my stimulus yeah, money because some people were talking about, you know, we may get a thousand a month or two thousand a month. So I'm already like, let me get my situation <laughs> right. so I can take advantage of this because at this current moment, I have a job. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't foresee it, you know, in the interim, in the immediate time, you know, going anywhere. But, you know, that was, 
that was my plan, but right. my well, plan I mean, is. But but again, like say, yeah. Uh, but if you were one of the people who are not affected by, you know, as affected to where you can just work from home and or you do have savings, you know, now is a good time to get into the stock market and not necessarily turn into a day trader or nothing like that. But pick some of those stocks that, you know, for a fact, have been affected directly mm-hmm. by this pandemic you know you think of airlines you think of your cruise lines you think of Mm -hmm. movie movie theaters you know you think of um you know uh, one of the things that is going up right now is zoom for example because everybody is doing you know uh, schools are doing zoom conferences you know businesses you know so think of some of the 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 corporations the industries that are directly affected because as soon as this pandemic is over and they give us all clear to go back outside. Those stocks are going to shoot back shoot up because yep. the first thing people are going to do is they're going to take trips. They're going to book hotels. They're going to book flights. They're going mm-hmm. to stay, take vacations. They're going to spend money, especially at movie theaters, you know, uh, gas companies, because everybody's going to take road trips. So, you know, and people are going to get back, you know, there if they use like Expedia travel, whatever booking site they use uh-huh. for their for the trips that they had already planned. That stuff is going to be back on. They're going to book more stuff because a lot of people are now buying all these cheap tickets. They're mm-hmm. buying them months down the road. Right. So, you know, once things start back moving, and mm-hmm. that's honestly, that's my plan. I have one retirement account that, you know, is pretty much just cash that I've been trying to figure out what I want to do with it. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm going to do with that one is, is get me some stocks. Yeah. But again, let me, let me make a disclaimer. <laughs> Snob Boys Podcast, (laughs) Terrence Gaines, or Nika Monfort, we are not financial advisors. Do not take this advice and lose all your money and then want to sue us because we are not certified. We are not licensed. So what we're just giving you is opinions, not facts. Our personal (laughs) plans with our personal money. Please seek out your local certified financial planner, investment Mm -hmm. advisor, Whatever those things are and those letters they have after their name to be able to speak in authority on money things. Yeah, you got it. Cause, I ain't, that ain't because I ain't got it. <laughs> don't don't come at me. I ain't got. Don't you come over here? Something, uh, friends. I, I ain't got it. <laughs> I can't help. <laughs> well, all right, all right. So let's move on. Let's uh, close out the uh, second string. So uh, for those who. Haven't been listening every day to our president and the information, whether good or bad, that's coming out of this daily uh, briefings that he's been doing. One of the things that kind of irked a lot of people, to say the least, was uh, moving from calling it the coronavirus or the COVID-19 to the Chinese virus. We've heard that terminology come from the president. Uh, we talked about it last week on how dangerous that is. And it looks like technology has started to respond because Google uh, has blocked the predictive text Chinese virus from its Gboard app. So let me break it down. If you have an iPhone, if you have a uh, iPad or Android or any sort of mobile device or computer and you use the Gboard app and you're starting to type in text, you know, if you're typing text, it can predict what you're typing and complete that word or phrase or sentence. And one of the phrases that Google has decided to block on its Gboard app is the Chinese virus. So you can't type in Chinese and it fills it out with Chinese virus. They've blocked it. In addition to that, you know, they've blocked a lot of different things, but that's the one thing that we talked about last week that they have recently, recently updated their, um, 
predictive texts with and they they blocked Chinese disease, they blocked China virus, they blocked Chinese disease, they blocked Chinese virus, Asia disease, Asia virus, amongst some of the other things. So they've kind of, you know, they've got a going list and some of those, you know, derogatory terms as it relates to the uh, coronavirus or COVID-9 uh, pandemic, they've blocked those. So shout out to Google for doing that. Uh, we, I appreciate it because like I said, like Very you said much. last week, that's just dangerous and unnecessary. It serves no purpose. And unnecessary to say the least dangerous to say the most. So glad Google's doing something like that. You know, shout out to them for, like I said, trying to keep things positive because that yeah. is not helping at all. <laughs> at all. No, no purpose. No purpose. So good on them. Good on them. So, yeah, that's it for uh, Second String. Now let's move into For the Culture, where we just talk anything that we want to talk about related to social cultural events. And probably one of the things that's kind of taken off is uh, social distancing and people stuck at home. So, like we mentioned before, people a lot of doing a lot of teleconferencing, a lot of hanging out with family and friends via the Internet. And one of the things that's started to be popular as a recent is a lot of DJs, popular DJs are now doing like a, a, a live sets on Instagram and Facebook live to where they starting to catch national news to where uh, D nice one of the one of the one of the old school you know hip-hop heads yep. uh, back in the I'd say the late 90s late 90s um, yeah. yeah he was a popular producer popular DJ so he kind of spearheaded this movement to where he went online a couple times like doing these marathon not just an hour not just a couple songs like a marathon like all night long um times to where you know he's playing all his favorite hits you know some of the stuff he's done some of the things you know he music he grew up on I think it's kind of taken the wave to where you know he was interviewed by uh, CBS. Everybody. Yep, yep, yep. So now you hear all the popular DJs. So think your favorite favorite DJ. You know, one of my favorites is Ninth Wonder, and he did a live set. You know, Questlove. They did some popular sets. You know, you think of everybody. You think of Swiss Beats. You think of all these popular mm -hmm. producers, hip hop DJs. You know, uh, club music. You know, any sort of music you can think of, whether it be uh, uh, reggae. Soca, you know, club music, you know, dance music, you know, all your different areas. There's a DJ, I'm pretty sure, on Instagram right now playing your favorite music. So I just thought that was cool as some of the DJs are getting out and trying to help out with this whole, you know, uh, social distancing slash cabin fever because, you know, we like to go to the club. <laughs> and let me tell you, DJ Nice's, uh, his set on Saturday. Mm -hmm. was everything i joined in like a few days and saturday the other days are great um but saturday was just like i mean it was over the top and it went until like 2 a.m i think i joined at maybe like eight or nine i popped in earlier when it first came on when i first popped in i think it was maybe fifteen thousand people i listened for a little while and i started doing something else and then I went back that night mm -hmm. um, because I saw people talking about it on Twitter. I was like, let me go back in and see what they're, you know, what he's playing now. And I mean, it went from, you know, he was on his feet and playing the entire time. And right. it was like any anytime like someone popped in like a, a artist or whatever, he would yeah. play their music. And it, it was like that was really cool, too. Yeah. And that's what I was going to say next. You know, it's not just for us, you know, the regular the common folk. You know, uh, a lot of celebrities, a lot of artists would jump into the lives, for instance, like 
uh, Dave Chappelle and Drake and Jennifer Lopez and Oprah and Michelle My Obama. My Rihanna was there. Yeah, so you yeah. know, you, you, it, was, you, it was a communal thing. Janet to, Jackson, right. when Janet Jackson came on, he almost lost it. Right. But yeah. So that was cool, you know, to be able yeah. to relatively figuratively be in the same room with all of these people listening to music that you love. I thought that was, thought that was pretty cool. And one of the things that people are doing now is, you know, the DJs are, you know, uh, putting their, um, mobile payment, you know, cash app and Venmo to where people can leave them tips. So, you know, of course, one of the people affected by the coronavirus is the music industry and the clubs. And if a DJ ends up playing music in a club, they're not getting paid either. So it's yep. cool to see that people, you know, are supporting, not just necessarily listening, you know, and, you know, just taking advantage, you know, they're actually contributing. So I thought that was cool. Yep. I put my little tip in the, once I confirmed that that was his cash app, mm-hmm. I dropped my little party tip in there. Cause I mean, really it was just, people were talking to each other and it was just like all positive. It was just a really good time. And it was definitely something that was needed because I think that full week was just, it was that was, I think, the start of of the daily, you know, uh, conversations that they were having, or, and it was just like it was just like really, really heavy. And then that's when you know things are really starting to like kind of close in and cramp in. And by that time, people had been over a week in the official, you know, social distancing, you know, time frame. So people right. were getting kind of, you know, antsy. So it was, I had a ball mm-hmm. all three nights, and and I think he ended up doing like five nights. And, um, him and, um, because Michelle Obama was there, he almost lost his, his stuff when she popped in too. And he actually did something with her. Was it yesterday yeah. or today for the voter registration? Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. So, you know, they, he partnered with Michelle Obama's, I don't know if it was her specific organization or she, you know, was a fan of a I I think she's involved with that organization, I think. Yeah. So what they did was while he played music, you know, they encouraged people to, you know, register to vote online. So I thought that was cool. And then the next thing they did was I think the next day they did, um, they did census. Okay. So people, he played music, people came in, it was like, we all, in the, I think they call it couch party. I think the hashtag was couch party. And it was like, we all sit on our couches, can't go nowhere. Let's go online and let's fill out these census forms. Yeah. Cause you get, you got to do it. You know, yeah. like it's easy just to get the mail, get the, get the envelope in the mail and stick it in your, wherever you stick mail and they get lost, you know? So that's important to do. So it's cool that, you know, you can get people together to get it done while they're having yeah. fun. So that was cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So good times. All right, all right. That was that's it for for the culture, and so let's move into the hookup. So I actually have two. Um, the first one directly affects me, but I thought I'd share with all <laughs> the other Xfinity customers. Um, that's uh, as a result of the coronavirus. You know, uh, Comcast put out an email to all of its customers saying, you know, we understand that you may be struggling through some tough times as it relates to paying bills, being financially strapped. So for between March 13th and May 13th, if you are a Xfinity customer, you can take advantage of free unlimited um, internet. So, you know, some internet tiers to where you have a cap to where you can only use 10 gigs a month or they'll charge you overages. Well, for between March 13th and May 13th, you don't have to worry about those overages to where, you know, you can, if you need to, you know, do a lot of heavy streaming, like making, uh, working from home, you know, taking video calls, you know, you got your kids, 
on these messaging platforms, these streaming platforms that could take a lot of internet connectivity. So, uh, Comcast is not going to charge for overages. Now, if you are on a unlimited overage, uh, not overage, an unlimited plan like I am, you'll get a $12 credit. So, you know, even though you're already taking advantage of, they're still going to look out for those and give you a credit if you are already, you know, paying on a, on a um, an That's un- nice. yeah, well, unlimited tier. So I, I got that in my email and I was, you know, I was like, all right, sweet. So I thought I'd share that to all my Comcast Xfinity people out there. You know, if you do are part of Comcast, you know, definitely go ahead and use the Internet to your heart's content. And as long as you don't go past May 13th, you don't have to worry about any sort of overage charges from Comcast. So put that in your calendar Yep, yeah, exactly. on your phone. Get you an alert. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> to say stop. you can't stream everything past may 13th so that's the first thing and the second thing uh uh, goes back to the internet streaming the podcasts all the people who are trying to figure out how to one just take advantage of the you know pandemic you know outside of just you know um uh reaching out to friends and family you're actually trying to run a business and maybe you're starting a podcast because Maybe you, you know, can't work or you are taking this opportunity and that you're stuck at home to start that podcast. Um, a lot of people use those, use the popular, uh, Yeti blue mics. You know, me and Nika both use this Yeti, uh, blue mic for our podcast. And I've seen a lot of videos. I've seen a lot of streams, a lot of video podcasts to where you are using the Yeti mic wrong. So my hookup, for, my hookup for this week is to make sure you're talking into the right section of the blue Yeti mic. Well, a lot of people think the blue Yeti mic is, it looks like a giant microphone to where a traditional microphone, you talk into the top of the mic. Well, a blue Yeti is not that type of mic. It is a direct, a uh, 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 omni directional mic to where it has multiple mics in multiple different locations. And if you yourself are just talking into a Yeti mic, you want to talk into the front of the mic where if you, the volume and the mute and the actual Yeti blue logo is facing you. It's not facing the floor. It's not facing your table. You have it arched up to where it is facing you. And that mic right in the front is the actual mic for the, uh, uh, if you're just talking on a podcast, if you're talking on, you know, you have one mic set up, you know, you still want to keep the mic, uh, what is it? Hor- uh, vertical to the ground. So if you think of, of, you know, think horizontal of the ground, if you place the mic up, um, uh, not horizontal, I said it wrong. <laughs> vertically. Jeez. I'm about <laughs> to tear it up. <laughs> if you place it vertically, and talking to the front of the mic that the uh, logo and the mute button and the volume is facing you, then you're using the Blue Yeti mic right. So I'll make sure to put a, we'll have to put a picture in social media. I found a picture on how you're supposed to use the mic right. So for all you, all, uh, that's my hookup for this week. For all you people out there who are using a Blue Yeti mic, make sure you are using the mic right because it can still hear you, but you just won't have the best audio quality. So I just want to put that tip out there for all you blue yeti mic users and i see a lot of them using it and i just thought i'd put that out there cool all right but other than that i think that is it for this week (laughs) if this recording comes through successfully (laughs) (laughs) we'll find out soon Uh, but 
if it does uh definitely download rate and review us we're on apple Podcasts, we're on google Podcasts, and we're on spotify you can definitely engage with us on twitter instagram and facebook we are at snob os cast you can also leave comments and suggestions we're on the web at snob or you can send us an email at snoboscast at gmail.com. But other than that, I think that's it for this week. Yep, yep. All right, peace until next week. Bye.